very warm welcome to St Catherine's for this festival of nine lessons and carols. My name is Adrian and I'm the vicar and each year during the Christmas period it's a joy to welcome lots of people from across our community to celebrate with us. This year that's obviously not so possible but nevertheless thanks to technology we get to celebrate together to remember that Christmas is still good news. During the service today, members of our congregation will be reading familiar parts of the Bible and we'll be getting to sing some of those carols that we love together too. So, as we begin, let me pray the familiar words of the opening prayers from Nine Lessons and Carols. Beloved in Christ, be it this Christmas time our care and our delight to hear again the message of the angels and in heart and mind to go even to Bethlehem where all these things came to pass and to see the babe lying in the manger. Let us read, mark and learn in Holy Scripture the tale of God's loving purposes from the days of our first disobedience to his glorious redemption for us in that holy child. Let us pray for the whole world, for peace on earth, for goodwill among all people, and for the unity of the church. Let's pray for the community of Gosainen in this diocese of Swansea and Brecon. And because it rejoices the heart of God, let's remember too all those who are in need. Let's pray for the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry and the oppressed, the sick and all those who mourn. Let's pray too for the lonely and for children of every age. Let's pray for all who know the love of Jesus and for all who do not, that this Christmas they'll remember the true meaning of the season and experience him for themselves. We bring all of these prayers to God in the name of Jesus, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
God announces in the Garden of Eden that the seed of woman shall bruise the serpent's head. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, Cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. Thanks be to God.
God promises to faithful Abraham that in his seed shall the nations of the earth be blessed. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The wood and the fire are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took a knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord came out to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not slay the hand, do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord came to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make you a descendant as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off together to Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. Thanks be to God.
Christ's birth and kingdom are foretold by the prophet Isaiah. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Thanks be to God. The peace that Christ will bring to fo is foreshown. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and the little child would lead them. 
The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Thanks be to God. Angel Gabriel salutes the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favour with God. 
you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age and she was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Thanks be to God.
St. Luke tells of the birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Thanks be to God. Four separate stories intrinsically woven. Four stories pan out, all four chosen, for a particular reason, to show us a subtle message this festive old season. We start with a guy called Zach. He's a priest. Not the biggest cast of the nativity character, to say the least, but he is there. You see, him and his wife Liz are righteous and fair, totally content in life except for one thing. You see, Liz and Zach, they couldn't have offspring. And at this point in the story, well, the thought of conception, with the body clock against them, it was just out of the question. Now, Zach's in the temple and this angel makes an entrance just to the right of the burning incense. The angel says to Zach, don't be afraid. Your father in heavens, you had the prayer that you prayed. Start kicking out the spare room and make it a nursery. Get carved in the cradle because you're having a baby. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. Next. A short after role in the nativity is Liz's cousin and her name's Mary. She receives an unexpected angelic meeting and receives an unexpected angelic greeting. Angel Gabriel shows up and catches her off guard. Don't be afraid, says the angel. Don't be alarmed. So bowled over by God's message through the angelic visit, Mary learns she'll give birth to God's son through the spirit. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. With his other half pregnant, Joe's calling off the wedding. See, he thinks the love of his life has been in someone else's bed in, but he doesn't flip out, he doesn't cause a riot. He decides it's best to do the dumping on the quiet. 
but then a message in his dream would change the rest of his life. An angel says, don't be afraid of taking Mary as your wife. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. Next, the hilly turf, with a sheep and a shearer, where a shepherd looks up and sees an angel appear. The shepherds, they're stunned from the shock, but they're still conscious. An angel tells him, it's all right, there's no need to get anxious. Don't be afraid, don't be scared. A king's born in the stable with hay as his bed. For what's on earth in Jesus' birth holds for all eternal worth. And so in each of the stories, the same phrase laid, a message from God, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Easy to say, not always easy to be, when we're surrounded by pain on hashtag or TV. And it's not easy in a world where brokenness has thrived. But the truth is, love came to town when a certain baby arrived. Don't be afraid is the softly spoken sentence behind the scenes of the nativity. Don't be afraid, for the birth of God's son can break the chains of captivity. He came to restore a relationship that in Eden was once frayed. But his arrival is good news which speaks. Do not be afraid. The shepherds go to the manger, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Thanks be to God. Three kings from Persian lands afar To Jordan follow the pointing star and this the quest of the travelers three Where the newborn king of the Jews may be Full royal gifts they bear for the king Gold incense mother offering The star shines out with a steadfast ray the kings to Bethlehem make their way, and there in worship they bend the knee, as Mary's child in her lap they see. Their royal 
gifts they show to the king, gold, incense, myrrh, are the offering. Thou child of man, go to Bethlehem. The kings are traveling, travel with them. The star of mercy, the star of grace, shall lead thy heart to its resting place. Gold, incense, myrrh, thou canst not bring. Offer thy heart to The wise men are led by the star to Jesus. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who's been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we've come to worship him. King Herod heard this and he was disturbed as all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for this child. And as soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him too. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Thanks be to God.
St. John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Thanks be to God. Well, I hope that you've been encouraged and blessed by our time together this evening. I want, on behalf of the Church, to wish you a very happy and blessed Christmas, and I want to pray now for God's blessing on you. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. A very happy Christmas and God bless you all.